good morning everyone welcome to just another episode of what's happening that's 29th episode today um it's going to be 4th of july 2021 um and i hope your sunday is going um, great as everyone okay let's quickly get out to the headlines we have um, you know a uh, lot of news items focused on india today not much significant news on the international front except one uh, so we'll quickly get out to the news so we have um, we have been seeing the words um, you know or heard the words every one of us who is hearing this podcast would be hearing heard or seeing the word rafale the word rafale or the word dassault so rafale is basically um, name of the jet uh, that was designed by dassault aviation systems which is um, a company in france so uh, what the indian government did in the time of congress government upa2 uh, it floated an international tender for 126 jets um, internationally and uh, Dassault was um, almost selected as the uh, the provider or manufacturer of those jets. Uh, so this was done to modernize the Indian Air Force um, to be more competent um, and uh, to be more competitive in the current scenario. Um, so, so in connection with that, uh, there was an international tender floated. When the BJP government came into power, Right. Uh, suddenly, it reduced the number of jets to 36. It uh, closed a deal for 7.8 billion dollars with Dassault Aviation Systems without any transfer of technology. Meaning that uh, you know we cannot manufacture this um, in future. Normally, such defense deals, um, you know, even though if it costed, people would prefer to have the transfer of technology so that in future we could modify that uh, technology, current technology, and then suit it our needs. But that hasn't happened here and it was a 7.8 billion dollar deal uh, for reduced number of jets and uh, on the Indian side it was actually um, um, Anil Ambani's uh, company um, Reliance Group, Anil Ambani's Reliance Group that procured or manufactured or is going to manufacture the 36 jets. I mean not manufacture, you could say uh, you know Rafale would manufacture it and they would kind of assemble it here in India. Uh, so that is about uh, the whole deal. Um, now the French government, um, the financial uh, crimes arm of the French government has launched an investigation into this particular deal, alleging there are some irregularities, there, there, there might be some irregularities or suspicions of irregularity. So the Indian side will, would also you know, come into scanner here and uh, let's hope this is not another scam. Normally, you know, most of the defense deals, government deals, um, have scams we have seen um, if you the famous scam in india would be uh, the buffer scam that that shook a government um, rajiv gandhi's government in 90s so it happens uh, but again we'll have to see what is the scale um, in which it has happened because it's at the end of the day it's going to be taxpayers money that's going to pay for the iif so in with respect to this seriousness of an allegation that has been provided uh, the Congress is asking for a joint parliamentary committee probe. Uh, joint parliamentary committee probe is a very serious thing that con- contains MPs from both opposition and ruling parties, who uh, you know, um, who who are expected to impartially probe um, any irregularities or any case that is put forward to it. Um, because um, even the Supreme Court has said regarding the Dasal case, has said it is not the competent authority to probe into a government deal. Uh, so JPC is the only competent authority that is that can probe into the government deals. Right? Let's hope you know uh, truth comes out in the salt case. Right? 
Uh, next is uh, very important. I think this is one that we might be uh, a lot of people might have been waiting for. Uh, the phase three trials of coaxin has been published. Um, it has been a long overdue um, pending process for it, but finally it has been published. Um, the study was conducted by Bharat Biotech, the manufacturer of coaxin, along with ICMR, and um, uh, the efficacy has been determined to be 65% overall efficacy of COVID has been found to be 65%. But wait, that's not the important part. The most important part is. Uh, it's against this delta variant so uh, it was not while initially designing delta variant was not around but even after you know such mutations it offers a 65 percent um, protection to the delta variant and the most important thing is it offers 93.4 percent uh, preventing severe hospitalization and death so uh, if you take a group of 100 people right and uh, yeah uh, 100 people uh, only uh, 90 only seven people were severely hospitalized who took the vaccine 93 people were not hospitalized, um, severely hospitalized, or they did not uh, die. So, 93% were saved. So, that's the exact efficacy that you will have to take into consideration because, um, you know, it's not that if you take a vaccine, you won't get COVID. You would get, you might get COVID, but it would be much manageable than without a vaccine, right? So, that that's the, that's the whole part, um, right? Let's go to the, you know, the next news. Uh, this one is something that this kind of a follow-up news. Yesterday we saw uh, the Uttarakhand Chief Minister Tirat Singh Rawat has resigned because he is an MP now and he is not part of the Legislative Assembly. He cannot get elected to a Legislative Assembly within six months because of the current COVID care. They cannot conduct any elections and he has resigned from the post. So, uh, this is seen actually as a strategic move by the BJP to put pressure on Mamta Banerjee. Uh, recently, Bengal elections concluded where uh, uh, Trinamul Congress, the party of Mamta Banerjee, has actually secured a very huge majority, 206 seats, uh, right? That, that was not something that was expected. BJP is reduced to an extreme minority in the state. But uh, Mamta actually lost from the Nandigram seat. So, she had uh, contested from the Nandigram seat against Suvendu Adigari, who is the uh, BJP state president for West Bengal. And he won. Uh, the margin was very less. It was around 10,000 um, votes alone. Um, normally, normally, right, um, in elections in India, um, the most popular CM candidate or the PM candidate will stand in two seats. I guess that did not happen here one. And uh, one of the seats in which that particular famous uh, face or the candidate for CM or PM contests uh, would not have other star candidates. It would have a less, um, you know, candidate because the chances of making him to win are very high and it's very required. So, if at all he loses in a popular seat, he could win in another seat and be the CM. But here, since Mamta stood in only one seat, Nandigram, and it was against Suvendu Adhikari, who is also a popular face. He was the CM candidate of BJP, actually, you could say. Um, there, she lost. Even after she lost, then one of her uh, ministers uh, had actually resigned from the Bhavanipur constituency so that Mamta can file her nomination papers there if an election is announced there and then win from there because, um, you know, normally in a by-election there won't be much contestants um, uh, against, um, you know, against, against in that election, against the popular face. So, so that was the idea, but again, uh, the election commission has not yet announced um, by-election. There are seven seats that are pending by-elections, I believe, in the US Bank Hall. And Bhavanipur is one of them because uh, the current MLA resigned. So, Mamta has been urging the um, election commission to keep an election, but again, 
Uh, not sure this is strategic move by the BJP to prevent her from, you know, being the CM. Uh, but let's let's see what happens. Ideally, uh, it's the duty of the uh, election commission to conduct this within six months. Um, and if it doesn't, Mamta has to resign as CM. Maybe whenever she gets elected, only then she can um, get the CM post again. Okay. The next news is also again very very important news. Something that I've been um, closely following up. So. Sorry. So basically, um, vaccination in India has been um, going at a very good rate right now, especially in the last month. A lot of people have shed the vaccine hesitancy and the governments are looking on to do door-to-door vaccination so that the people, you know, um, are more, um, you know, acceptable to that. When somebody comes to your home and vaccinates you, not many people are, you know, have a problem with that, uh, right? So that is also happening. But we need to see the kind of populations that has been vaccinated now. The government has focused initially on the phase one uh, before April, um, I mean before June, before May, sorry, extremely sorry about that. So before May, the government was focusing on the vulnerable population, more than 45 plus and 60 plus and the frontline workers. Right now, uh, it, is foc- it is focusing on uh, the adult group between 18 and 45 extensively. And still, they are also vaccinating the uh, you know elderly people as well. Uh, but the majority chunk is in this particular category. We have not yet um, started to vaccinate people below 18 years. A lot of countries in the world anticipating a third wave to hit children population. They have started to vaccinate uh, 12 to 18 year olds right now. But we have not started that. That's one part. The second part is pregnant women have also not been vaccinated. Started to be vaccinated. So vaccine have been avoided by the pregnant women, even though. A lot of frontline workers who were pregnant um, contracted COVID. Few people died, but most of them recovered. So this was not something that was a very vulnerable population uh, that was looked at. But studies show otherwise. Um, you know, uh, formal studies have shown that um, pregnant women, when they get COVID, their health rapidly deteriorates. It also poses a threat for the fetus. So, um, so the national technical advisory group on immunization in india which actually um, you know gives um, uh, gives plans for vaccination uh, the kind of people that need to be vaccinated the kind of people that need to be excluded this group conducts studies and looks at studies all over the world and takes a decision the ntagi has now notified that pregnant women are eligible to get vaccinated meaning all the vaccines that are approved in india are safe for pregnant women so there are certain special guidelines that could be found on website, um, government website and by googling as well. So I would request anyone uh, and anyone who's hearing this podcast who's a pregnant woman, please go and start your conversation around vaccination. I won't say you take the vaccination right away because everyone will have their fears. So either look at the guidelines of the government and then go and talk to your doctor um, and uh, and get vaccinated as soon as possible because by vaccinating you know by getting vaccinated you are not only saving yourself you are going to save one more future citizen of india uh, so i would urge everyone to do that the next news is regarding a, a special court's order against the Kar- current karnataka's uh, chief minister mr bs edurappa so when karnataka uh, when when bs edurappa was the chief minister for Ka- deputy chief minister of karnataka he denotified certain land uh, uh, that is denotification is basically um, you know allowing it to be used for commercial purpose so certain kinds of land cannot be denotified to be used but he did that um, which which raised suspicions of him getting some kickbacks from that deal so 
there is something called lokayukta which is mandated to be present in every state lokayukta is like a people's court um, an independent body of investigators and the judges which would probe any corruption allegations against the sitting government officials and go- politicians so cm deputy cm cannot be just probed by the police as such because they have some conflict of interest they control the police and lot of other ministries as well so they cannot simply you know either the cba has to investigate which is not under their control or um, an independent body that independent body is lokayukta so lokayukta previously gave um, a clean chit meaning that adirappa did not do any scam um, against this denotification case but the special court has currently um, cancelled the order of lokayukta and it's it has re it has asked to reinvestigate the same case against him to see if he actually got some kickbacks right this news is significant because again there are very few procedures that we can know of um, by for ordering um, investigations against sitting cms that is something that serious right finally we'll close off with an international news um, the who world health organization has declared china to be a malaria free country uh, this comes after a lot of you know 30 or 40 year old battle because every year uh cases would be de- uh, detected and uh, when that's done it's not um, you know it's not uh, malaria free country for the past 4 years china has not even reported single case of malaria while china's data is to be seen skeptical but largely let's let's believe who for the moment because we don't have any other alternative so uh, china had followed a 137 strategy which was actually uh, a very good strategy in terms of strategy so um it uh, it's it actually said um one means uh, they have to detect a malaria case and report it within one single day within the three days they'll have to determine the spread of malaria uh, where where and all has which areas has has it been spread to and within seven days it'll arrest the malarial uh, uh you know spread so that's the one three sound strategy that that's what chinese government followed seems to be largely successful um i think india hasn't seen a um, very serious cases of malaria uh, in few years but again cases do exist regularly come up during the summer season um, as it's a tropical country right um, with that we'll close off for today until i see you next time uh, have a great day have a great weekend thank you